0: like to pop your floor Santa.
1: I'd like to bury it in the snow. Why don't you just put up a string of light?
0: You don't have to put on a show. I don't remember you asking me. Ho, ho, ho.
2: Welcome to Titanic Takes. This is a special Christmas, uh, special... That we're doing with Quakes After 90. Guys, hello, hello. welcome. I have Phil with here uh, Phil here, and as, also Dom. Hello, hey guys. Hello. Welcome Hi. to the pod on the ho, ho, ho Christmas special. <laughs>
0: Thank you. <laughs> Good to be on, dude. Yeah, thanks, yeah. For, thanks for having us uh, on board. I know we, uh, we're trying to set this up for a minute, so I'm really glad that we're uh, making this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to have you guys on. I feel like
2: Quakes, you know, the Quakes Twitter, Quakes family ha- should have had this for a while. You know, a whole little Christmas special, but we're doing it now. Okay. All right, so guys, it's been a while since you've been on a pod. Um, okay. Some Quakes news before we get into the Christmas stuff. Let's go over a little yeah. bit of Quakes news and some transfers. Um, what do you? Let's start with Dom. What do you guys? What do you think of the Nick Lima trade, and then Danny mm-hmm. Hoosen getting selected?
0: Oh man. Um I have a lot of feelings about the <laughs> Nick Lima trade. Um it was for what 500k GAM basically. Mm-hmm. Uh the what general allocation money aka Garber bucks. Um where do I start? There's <laughs> there's a number of people who are probably in agreement with me that feel like 500 GAM was not enough for Nick mm. lima right? Yeah, and there are I've seen a number of people who have been doing everything within their power to make people in agreement with me uh, feel like questioning 500 gam and taking numbers from transfer market or wherever. Folks, go ahead and see mm-hmm. what the value of a player um, is in this day and age. Um, is ridiculous right yeah um this is why i think it's silly that we only trade away nick klima for 500 gam it's garber bucks Mm -hmm. it's it's not actual cash right yeah right and and this is what and this is this is what you know had me at one point i had to hold my tongue a little bit on twitter (laughs) when this happened um because I didn't want to get into it with folks, but ultimately this is Garber bucks. This isn't actual cash Mm -hmm. and this is an international sport. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a world sport, right? And so the transfer market across the world when you're buying or selling players does not work off of Garber bucks. Yeah. And I hear the argument that, yeah, but the MLS does to an extent it does. It still works off of actual dollar amounts too as well. Right? Right. So you can sell a player for, actual money and then put that back into your team it does not have to be gam or tam in in terms of a transaction there may be some benefits but i do not Mm. see how those benefits outweigh actual cash for a player right um you know some folks are just like yeah but you can buy down salaries and you can do these things and Mm -hmm. and cool that that's all fine and dandy but if you have the cash at the end of the day you're in a much better position right but Um, we're also
1: we're also talking about a player that didn't want to be on the team anymore as well and didn't want to play under that system
0: and that's and that's the rumor right and 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 one other thing too
1: um i mean yes it is a rumor but there were a lot of signs though considering his body language the fact that he wasn't Uh, on the starting roster quite often during the season. He had to kind of earn that spot back and buy into the system. But he didn't always look happy under Almeida. Mm -hmm right i think yeah. we can all agree with that but the other thing too that's worth mentioning dom and i before you continue because i think go you're ahead. making some great points yeah, yeah is that there are also performance incentives and a Correct. sell-on fee yeah, true uh that go along with this as well exactly. so if lima performs well then it's a win-win for everybody right because then right. he's going to be great for austin the quakes get more money if they end up selling him to europe the quakes are going to get a fee for that yeah um and if he doesn't perform well well then the quakes offloaded a player who is on that you know that track in his
0: career unfortunately yeah yeah, yeah. i agree with that i yeah. for me though i think my this this goes back to some of the things that i've said in the past on twitter or, or even on quakes after 90 mm-hmm. so i'll just preference it with this i have an issue where supporters of the san jose earthquakes do not recognize that the bar gets set higher every single season mm-hmm and so when folks see minor moves by the Quakes done, re-signing players, paying down a contract, yeah somebody getting their green card and not taking up an international spot, mm-hmm. they see minor moves done by the team. They sit there and they go, oh, wow, this is great. This is wonderful. The team's making moves. Right. But when you look at the bigger picture and you look at what clubs, what the rest of the clubs are doing in the league, they're doing more than that. Yeah, they've already gone through these processes, and now they're doing more. They're spending more cash. They're bringing in better talent. They're raising the bar in their academies. Hell, they're building academies, right? Right. right. And now we're seeing them sell off those players too, as well. And so I can't help but take a look at the Quakes Academy, which is not bad. Right. It has never been bad. Hell, I'm thinking I'm. I had, a, I had a moment. I was sitting here thinking about how long I've been a fan it hasn't been bad since I've been a fan and that's this is a long time now yeah <laughs> it's always been it's always been up there in a pretty solid academy with potential prospects right and we're starting to see the fruits of those labor right yeah um and so for me if we are to stay on par or stay close to the other clubs as they continue to raise the bar then we shouldn't be selling players for gams we should be selling players for actual dollar amounts i don't care if it's to another club or if it's outside of the league we should be getting a return in investment in actual dollar signs yeah that's and how this, i feel about that and
2: this comes off the back of fc dallas selling two right backs to two european right backs. clubs
0: exactly so it's definitely
2: for real money right not yeah.
0: Brooks, So and, and nick and nick lima is a guy who was called up to the united states men's national team he is a guy who's had his opportunities on a larger stage than just the san jose earthquakes to show his ability right and so you have to take a look at what other clubs are doing and selling off players and where players are moving to after they've come through mls systems similar systems and you have to go ahead and say okay is this on par is this below or is this above and for Mm -hmm. me it's below so you know i'm great I'm happy that Nick Lima is given the opportunity to go play somewhere else. Um, Maybe a change of scenery is what he needs. And yes, there's that opportunity, that potential, like Phil said, for, you know, buy on and sell on clauses, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But really you're going to have to have the Quakes do a lot with this gam Mm -hmm. uh, to make it worthwhile. And if I'm taking a look at previous moves by the Quakes – there hasn't been much there. So I can't really be no, there excited. Ha- there
1: hasn't. That's, that's something that's, in, that's incredibly frustrating is that there hasn't been a lot done, but I feel like for once the uh, general manager, the front office has gone forth and actually done something with, with they were active in this move because yeah, like yeah. I said, it was clear that Lima did not mm. want to be a part of the team. And so right. they hedged their bets and made a deal rather than like losing Lima on a free right. later mm-hmm. on yeah. or something, you know, Uh, like that happening where they don't get anything out of it. I agree. Um, It seemed like to me, it seemed like the best case scenario for the team. Right. In terms of with
0: with
1: considering that Lima was unhappy and wanted to leave, it was the best case scenario. Mm. Obviously, if Lima didn't want to leave, then this wouldn't have happened. Right. And I don't think the quakes would have moved on from him because the only depth that they have is uh, Paul Marie right now, who they just resigned Mm -hmm. as well. Exactly. Yeah. So, I'm looking to see the Quakes bring in another uh, defensive player who's, yeah. who can make an impact. I was actually looking at the, um, some of the players who were available. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jovan Jones would have been a guy that would have right. been really great to come into the team because he's got league experience. Don, we've talked about this a lot we're on After 90. Yeah. The, the Quakes lack players with um, experience on other MLS teams.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Under different coaches, different mm-hmm. programs. Mm-hmm different academy systems, um, playing in different regions of the United States, right? Because the Eastern and Western conferences are right, somewhat, exactly. I you know, apart from each other, they might play, um, like, the Quakes might play Chicago Fire, New England Revolution once a year, right? Yeah. Um, so to have those types of players on the team, that's something that they've been lacking. And you look at uh, MLS Cup, right? Columbus Crew, the team that just won. Yeah. Look at know, some of the players that were on there. Your boy, uh, Jossie Zardes, right? Yep. Just won MLS Cup. And he was... Exactly one of those guys not necessarily a journeyman but he played for la galaxy for a
2: while
0: yeah
1: it doesn't hurt to have a player with that kind of experience on your team especially when jossie zardas got to play with guys like uh Robbie Keane, right landon donovan and now he is one of the leaders on columbus crew uh if we picked up a guy like joe joven jones this is somebody who played with clint Dempsey, you know somebody who's who's had experience with some really great players there's nothing wrong with paying a little bit of money for somebody who has that type of experience, bringing them onto I your team, you. having them in practice and having an effect on some of the younger guys. I mean, imagine the kind of an impact that they could have on like Cade Cowell.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a reason why Daniel Vega is still on this team. Yeah. Right. I know a lot of people don't like it. He costs yeah. a lot of money, but he's, a, he's good to have back the there in the practices <laughs> in the locker room with JT Marsonkowski and MEO. Exactly. exactly. Yep.
0: You,
1: I mean, that's a, that's a point that you can't just push aside. Like it is a fact. You might be expensive, but it might be worth the experience. And I think moving forward, our general manager, who hasn't taken a lot of stock in MLS, mm-hmm. needs to start looking at the players who have experience throughout the league. It has you to know? I'm not saying you have to bring in somebody who's like old and dusty. You know, yeah. And, and I, I'm not going to name drop it. Yeah. There are a couple that guys on that, uh, on that <laughs> list that were, you know, they've been around for a minute. Drew, Moore. yeah, <laughs> Drew Moore. You know, yes. I, like I said, I don't want to name drop. He he wasn't the one I had in mind, but yeah. And actually, Drew Moore wouldn't be the worst guy to bring right. in for some experience, you know, right? He would be almost a player coach at this point. Especially the
2: I, the back line um, was so depleted last year, we could have used a guy like Drew Moore. Really, hey, he actually uh, didn't
1: look terrible when he was playing this year. So.
2: He runs a, he runs Colorado's uh, Rapids podcast, so uh, maybe we'll have him on. Oh, does he? But yeah, hopefully. Um, he's basically he's basically a player coach at this point it's funny i was
1: i was talking to one of my other quakes friends about this and i was like i can't believe he's still in the league after all these years but he's still playing at a high level yeah i know it's like Wondolowski, right if if you can play your role and you do it fairly well then Then you're gonna be there
0: and then but but those are the things that those, those are the type of players that we have lacked in the past right right like Take a look at the moves that have been made across the league already. Somebody on the subreddit was making a joke about Brick Shea being signed on um to the team as a potential replacement for some of the <laughs> moves that we made. He already has a new home. And that right. his experience. But in the abstract, valued. with a
1: player of his experience, yes, but Brick Shea is like seems like a toxic player to have it, on the, it yeah se- it
0: seems like it would not be fun considering to have him on your team considering his history stories and look looking at his and, instagram he might be a little story. too crazy for <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then again when his, we had lenny and gordon look how well the team exactly right, but his experience true. is value and he's yeah. still yep, finding a true. home on has got odd. a team and will go ahead and produce as a result right so it's it's one of those things that i think ultimately for this move for me i won't be excited about it until i see what happens with the game like yeah when that happens you'll either get me just going all in on right i told you guys or okay cool like this is exactly the type of move that we need to make right Mm -hmm. um you're uh, the the second part yeah danny who's about danny who's um i've been saying this for weeks even prior to us making the playoffs that you would not see Danny, who's in play mm. for the San Jose earthquakes again. And okay. it happened. So um, I, I knew that once, once the injuries happened after he had already got his chance previous when he was healthy and things didn't pan out, um, he wasn't going to be here anymore. And yeah. unfortunately he just was not the type of player for this system, um, which can which people are going to make arguments about of was it really danny or or was it you know was it the coaching and i I just think this was wasn't a fit for him ultimately um and that's okay so you know him getting selected is a is a plus for us yeah definitely um so that's a good thing i'm actually yeah, it protects glad us that moving it, forward too exactly so i'm glad it happened in this way i actually think this was the best move Adam, mm. outside of the nick Lima one um,
2: <laughs> oh, out of the three moves we did <laughs> yeah basically
0: um I, I think that this i think that this was a positive thing because yeah. we were going to let him you know walk away basically there mm-hmm. were no future plans for him but at least we got something out of it um, at least we got a couple of things out of it, really, if you look at the, the bigger picture. And I, I like it. I like the move. Phil, what would you think?
2: Um, What in particular? Because I feel like we covered a lot of stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you you alluded to earlier that you hated seeing these guys walk on basically freeze, right? Like, for yeah. example, Baco and Garam, they were kind of out of the squad six mm-hmm. months ago. Instead of le- letting them leave on a free on oh, the last so. transfer window, we could have sold yeah. them for – Something like 100k, 200k. Something.
1: It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know that the performances um, made that you know an appropriate deal for a lot of teams. Mm. Like I, I just don't know if that was there. Uh, but considering you know Guram Kashiya's experience with Vitesse and the fact that he captained mm. that squad and his experience on the Georgian national team, same thing with Vako. And Vako's kind of like Houston, you know? He's like a shiny right. object, you know? Yeah. Like, there's there's a lot there, but is it going to work in your system? Or is are they just right. going to work as a player? I My feeling is, like, I don't know about Vako. I don't know that he is going to find a good place to perform. Not in MLS. I, I, I just yeah. – I don't think
0: – Danny Houston,
1: um, Garam Kashi, I think, could. I think it's yeah. possible. Like an Austin, uh, right? If he could stay like, healthy and he gets a good squad around him, mm-hmm. young yeah. players. Um, Yeah, but with Danny Houston, like – it was. I think it's just best for everybody involved for him to yeah. have gone to another team yeah, and and simple. just get a new atmosphere, a new environment to thrive in. Because I think he is still he's still quick. Uh, yeah. He's nifty. He can score goals. You know, um, he's not. I, mean, I, like, I, I never felt that he was the best hold up player. Mm, that his nope. that he's good with his feet technically, but he was never good at just like bringing the ball down and and you know providing an outlet for the other players. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. or. Or even like using other parts of his body. It's right. like he was always using his feet. Yeah. Like always. So mm-hmm. he just didn't quite fit the way Matias Almeida needed him. I don't mm. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, so. I yeah, just, I think it works for everybody involved.
2: Yeah, it, it was it hurt a little bit because I remember that rumor to Atlanta when Josef Martinez went down, and it was like, mm. Oh, other, you know, other MLS teams would like to, you know, possibly purchase him. And mm-hmm. since that rumor, he hasn't really been a staple in this squad so it mm-hmm. just hurts that it only went you know he only mm-hmm. went for about 50k when he could have gone maybe for about 400 yeah. to 500k mm-hmm. in, in garbage bucks yeah we'll see what happens back. i mean he's a
1: perfect pickup for austin because yeah. like it's a huge i mean it's a low risk right and it's a huge bone if he plays well right um, that's going to be really great for them especially for expansion teams right where you really have to hit those like kind of lower end, lower income players on your roster yeah um yeah. And you need them to perform well you know, like for Atlanta, you're Jeff Laronowitz when they first came into the league, right? right? Mm-hmm. You need guys like that who are really going to perform, who have some league experience, perhaps with other teams, that can come right in and, and execute for you. And then your big signings can, you know, do what they do. Yeah. You know, your Joseph yeah. Martinez is right. uh, Miguel Almirón when they when he first came into the league, you know. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate you guys' Take on that, um, and now let's finally move into the Christmas stuff, all right? So <laughs> it is Christmas time, Dom, Phil. How are you guys getting ready for Christmas during this COVID era? I know I hope you guys are all being safe, you guys are, yeah. and um, yeah, I don't yeah, want to change listen. the
1: mood to somber, but like considering mm-hmm. how many people have been affected by the virus, I know, you know for me personally, I'm, I'm kind of like keeping it low key and just mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm enjoying with my close fan my bubble yeah you know not going out and doing too, anything too crazy yeah uh in terms of like the team though man like i'm waiting for these signings right know, that's the I've, I've been preparing for for christmas that's what i want for christmas i want to see some some big some signing at least bit. one one big signing give me a 10 right you know, i know that's what i know i feel like 10. i
0: feel like uh i feel like all we've been getting is just um you know just the 12 days of Matias rumors going to another club, basically. Like, <laughs> I know, but it isn't that it's expected. It's just like, it's that's, it's that's how it goes. With that's it, with December
2: usually for Quakes fans, right? You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, and, and the clubs just, just rotate, basically. It's just like, that's oh, it's going to be cool. On the 25th, oh, gonna
2: the Quakes Twitter is going to post, oh, se queda. here's your Christmas present, <laughs> you <know?" laughs>
0: Freaking, um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm like Phil, I'm, I'm keeping a low profile too as well uh, this Christmas. Um, I'm really fortunate to have a family yeah. that understands the severity of the COVID-19 virus. Uh, we've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. We definitely are on the side of science. And so we're going to be chilling, keeping things low key. We'll probably be all drunk on Zoom and have Yeah. There, so. That would be the uh, extent nice. of that for me um but in terms of like the quakes i'm with phil man you know i we, we were talking about this before the show the three of right. us it is it is the towards the end of december um my beloved arsenal has disappointed, <laughs> wanting me to all new levels of uh, and so when i look at the quakes i'm poking them with a stick and saying come on do something you know what i'm saying? <laughs> right. like, I'm watching all these other clubs make signings and be, you know, uh, a part of rumors about guys that they want to bleed in. And you can see that they're, that they're going to be addressing the holes in their roster. Yeah. And when it comes to us, I'm just like, so we shipped some guys off and we still haven't figured out how we want to address these holes. Right. Yeah. It's one of those things that it can be a little bit frustrating, but I'm still optimistic that things will turn around come January. Um and hopefully we, we get a little bit of a early Christmas present and, yeah. and at least get some rumors in, in terms of, like, who we're looking at for our DP slots, right? Yeah. So that's that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for.
2: All right. So we'll start with going right into our Christmas festivities. Sweet. Let's do that. <laughs> um, to, to, you know, bring up the spirits a little bit, um, we have a couple of Christmas questions to ask you guys, okay? Okay. So we'll start with Phil. Um, who's on your naughty and nice list. So go ahead and choose a couple of players that are on your naughty and nice list. Oh, players? Okay. Or I anybody? Actually, right? It can be anybody. You, you
1: told me answer. you mentioned that we were going to be doing a, a naughty and nice list. Yeah. I actually, for my naughty list, I didn't put players. I put other people on my list. I put That's John okay. you, and Wolf. You could do
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I, I knew you were going to go that route too.
1: Uh, first of all, for not pushing hard for this management to get to sign Wando. Come on. Like, yeah, right. It's, it's a no brainer. It's his retirement year. You know, you, you want to bring your, you want to bring your star back yeah. for that last appearance at, and the very least. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Seattle did it recently with Ichiro in major league baseball. Like, yeah, this is something that you do for your, your franchise player, the face of your franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that, yeah, I guess I could throw in the, the general manager in there too, but I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to. <laughs> Cause I know that he's got his reasons, um, but John Fisher, Lou Wolf needs to make that happen. So they're on my naughty list. Oh, also on my naughty list is the field. And thank goodness we have a new one coming up for the 2020 season. The field was just awful. Uh, Lumps of coal in your, your Christmas stocking. Um, And for my nice list, I don't, I don't know, man, that's kind of difficult. I Marcos Lopez is one of the first players that comes to mind as somebody who really came into his own uh, for the team. Uh, yeah. it was fantastic. Uh for giving us hope. Right. Um during that playoff game. You know, even though he had a miss. Although it wasn't really a miss, it was just a saved chance. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. he 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 put that goal through really late in the game and, and gave us hope. Um so yeah, I think I'm gonna put I'm gonna put those two on my nice list. Okay. I'll keep it right there. I'll keep it short so you guys can, can yeah. elaborate a little more. All right, Dom. No, Who do you got?
0: Yeah, my my naughty list, man. I'm gonna I feel like I feel like I feel like the ownership is just too easy of a <laughs> selection for the for the naughty list, right? Like we know they're we know they don't care. We do know like <laughs> money for them, right? Like it's hard. <laughs> um we
1: know I'm who actually, it is, Dom. We know it's a certain uh, <laughs> uh, player who plays up top. Uh,
2: yeah, Andres.
0: <laughs> you Rios. know, uh, actually, <laughs> if he didn't, if he didn't mm-hmm. have his streak where he was involved in our goals with either a goal or assist, I, I probably would say yes, he would be on my naughty list. But I had to respect him a little bit for, for that little streak, that, that 900K, you know. It worked out. We got into the playoffs, right? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I think for me, mine actually is Jesse Fiorinelli. Okay, that is that is the person that's on my naughty list, and yeah. it is the lack of bringing in MLS talent to this team to balance things out. I feel like I feel like if you're going to have folks from outside of the league, you should players from outside of the league, which is fine, no problem with that at all balance it out with league experience so that they have someone that they can lean on to. Right. And from there, then you can go ahead and say, let's give our youngsters some more play time too as well. Mm -hmm. Because for the quakes, a lot of the folks, uh, who are who have that mls experience they're all pretty young themselves yeah right so Tom it's Thompson. like oh yeah. man exactly right <laughs> and he's still figuring things out he's just like what i got a consistent yeah. position in the season like right oh. um, Duolingo does wonders <laughs> exactly right oh so and that's what it was as <laughs> crazy as it is it's what it was um so so for me so for me it's it's that aspect it's it's saying to uh, media that we're looking at some guys and having them put their little PR yeah, <laughs> out about, oh, there's rumors about us signing a player in this window. And then we get to the window and nothing has happened. Yeah, right. Uh, gets to the end of the window nothing's what, happened. What um, about those two signings that he said was going to happen, Two right? signings that said that were supposed to happen and then uh, nothing yeah. showed Lion up. Lying gets you on the naughty list, you know. <laughs> like, I, you just have to get a lump of coal for those things, right? <laughs> and it, it's, it's, it's not that... You're going to be disappointed supporting any club. Just the fact that you're putting the hopes out there for season ticket holders, for yeah, fan base <laughs> that we're going to try and turn this thing around and make improvements and have more fight and and that help is on the way. Don't just don't give me the hope in general. Just leave yeah, it alone. Yeah. If you're not going to do it right, so for that reason, he is on my naughty list. The only person on my naughty list. I okay. I'm good at that. Um, for my nice list, the very obvious person is Judson. Okay, I absolutely love Judson. I really do. Yeah, he great I think He's been our best Fantastic. signing, which yeah. I'm super happy about. Um, he is an absolute engine. He should have been on the. He should have MLS. been a finalist for yeah. Defender of the Year. He plays a defensive mid role. I feel like I don't understand what the uh, criteria is for. Yeah being nominated on there if you have to be in that back four line. But if you just look at the man's stats in terms of of tackles and, and just how solid our defense was with him in the game, he's he's everything, right? Yeah. Um and so, you know, for, for that reason alone, um he's definitely on my nice list. Yeah. Um I would also have to say also on my nice list too as well. Um I would definitely I'm gonna have to go with the fan base on this one. I think okay. This I think that this year, I was trying to figure out the right way to say it. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I think that this year is really rough for a lot of fans, mm. for a lot of Quakes fans, where the Quakes are in the Quakes are in a major market, and our ownership treats it like a small town team. Yeah. That is the reality, and when that happens, you do not have the best relationships with the media around um the team what the media within the um within the region right yeah uh don't have great relationships with with um with local news you don't have great relationships with your broadcaster which is the most important one and so there's not a ton of coverage right right um you know college college games are going to be put on highlight reels before quakes games yeah it's crazy <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're in san jose or san francisco or oakland it doesn't matter that's just what's going to happen right um and i feel large i feel because that's because of the relationship that ownership the folks in on, on the higher upside have with the local media and it makes it harder for quakes fans to be able to go ahead and just view the team yeah you can't even go on the CSN Sports Bay Area website and find <laughs> information on the quakes. Yeah, right. But that's our number one. That's our broadcaster. I don't. I, like how yeah. much sense does that make?
2: I don't even think we have a dedicated beat reporter by any network, right? No, yeah, we do not.
0: <laughs> we don't. And Matt Mayoko straight up said on the on the Athletic that yeah. the coverage just was not fair and the way that they shifted um staffing there that's why they don't have a a dedicated beat reporter for for the athletic either so so like every possible outlet is just like no no thanks and there's nothing really enticing them to do so on the team side in terms of trying to bridge that gap and have that relationship right Mm -hmm. um and so the fans have still been there to support they've been in their cars at games beeping their horns yeah. and showing up to events that our dope. Social media team puts together for, you know, Twitter hangouts on, on video calls or having folks show up in the lowriders to do photo shoots, things yeah. of that nature. Like, like the, the team, the, the, the team, the social media team does a really good job at the engagement aspect. Um, with the fans but the fans really do a great job at showing up when those opportunities are there no matter right. how bad this team is because this team was letting in goal left and right there was no hope of even making the playoffs and they were still coming out in full force to support the quake so um definitely got to give a shout out to the, to the fans and then on top of that a shout out to the social media team for keeping yeah. everybody engaged, like I think those are the clear those winners guys are the best. This, this year. Obviously. Yeah. like if they if they don't win any, if they haven't won any rewards, yeah, right. They need to win all the rewards, yeah, games. I think <laughs> they got recognized a couple of years ago, <laughs> right, as best social
1: media team in the league. But like
0: they need to, it needs to be year to year, specific. Specific. permanent. Yeah, yeah, like like from from the from the MLS's back tournament all the way to the season finally concluding. Right. Name a better social media team at keeping the morale up for right. your club. Like, yeah. And I'm just, not saying that every other, no, there's not every one. other social there's, media there's nothing team has the backing of their that front from. office to, you know, just go and go do these things. These guys work with what they've got and they do an amazing job. Right. So.
2: Yeah, if if you if you guys weren't gonna shout out the the social media team, I definitely would. That would be on my nice list. Um, yeah. um another person on my nice list is our new EMLS competitor, right? Ben mm, Remes. Mm, mm. Um, oh right. Yeah. So welcome to the team. <laughs> <laughs> we we got a signing. We got one. Signing. I don't I don't yeah, know that about true. that. I don't know about that
1: like that screen name, man. Am <laughs> I the only one who thinks that it's what's a your, like racial name?
2: slur? What is it? Ben R. Ben R.
0: No. I gotta see it. I have to look at it. Ben
1: R. I don't I don't need to say what it is. (laughs) Fair enough. But uh (laughs) yeah. Come on, man.
2: Oh, oh, okay. I get it. I get it. I I could I kind of see it. Um yeah, but (laughs) I guess uh Cali SG wasn't uh,
0: wasn't doing it it for us. Basically, I know. He's going he pretty bad in uh, in tournaments. I'm not going to lie. I watched a couple and I was just like. Ben What's his name? Ben Remes?
2: Ben Remes. Re, uh, um, Does
0: anybody know that process of how you I don't know. No, they that. definitely
2: don't want me, though, unless they yeah. want to get embarrassed
1: because I'll get dominated on. <laughs>
0: well, don't this is guys a, have a pro club's team.
2: This guy's
1: or? 15 years old. So
2: Wait, definitely. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's. So yeah I,
1: trust me i taught high school for for seven years man i taught 15 year olds for long enough to know there's no accident in that name
2: there's no
0: accident.
2: <laughs> um trust so me. really quickly if, if you don't know about eML or e-sports in general their their prime is usually from 16 to 20 that's mm-hmm. that's like uh the e-sports oh, right. prime. Is, uh, yeah. just just because i guess your your hand incarnation during that age is quick best yeah yep and so, yeah, I played
1: dota Two for a number of years, and mm-hmm. all the best players were like sixteen years old, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah and like once guys start getting into their mid-20s like you they retire from you know competition mm-hmm. a lot of times yeah. yeah and you know if you have somebody who's in their 30s they're like ancient
2: right yeah. mm-hmm. when you see these madden tournaments happening and you see like a 30 year old you're like wow this guy's really he's like a Wandelowski, he's out yeah, there yeah, exactly. it, you know? they're yeah. Still doing yeah yeah um
0: that's how it goes but but you know yeah. esports is the fastest growing um i guess you want to say business ultimately yeah. Um, that's out there right now. There's there's so much money that's being put into it from all channels, from game developers to yeah. teams, really. Um, wanting to make sure that they have somebody playing FIFA or right. somebody playing NBA 2K, somebody playing Madden to represent them in a positive way so they yeah. can get that additional marketing. So, And I have one more for my naughty
2: list. I'm going to agree with Phil that the Mm. Quakes ownership gets to be on my naughty list, but because they're giving jerseys to the new season ticket holders, but the season ticket holders that were still um, season ticket holders from last year, they don't get any. So every new season ticket holder gets a Jersey when they sign up and the and the staying season ticket holders don't get anything. So, so what the Quakes get? FO gets or the the ownership time
0: out. Are you serious? I just this. Yeah, saw seriously. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, so, so if you were there during COVID and you didn't want to get a refund, you get nothing. You get some coal, right? Um, so
0: man (laughs) that is insane wow Uh, they'll probably they're probably planning something i'll Mm -hmm. hit up audi and be like yo what's going on with this yeah Mm -hmm. but
2: that was big news on quake's twitter a lot of people were mad at that so they get to be on my naughty list for that oh man
0: somebody you know what that is somebody didn't think that through (laughs) ultimately that's what it is somebody didn't think that one through they probably they might have something additional planned for yeah yeah we'll see i've been i've been a quake season ticket holder for I'm old now, so how long have you been Phil? You're not that old. Like eight. Don't years. say that, man. You're so <laughs> younger than me. Are you out of your that.
2: EMLS Prime? You know? Oh man. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm oh a, boy. Yeah. I
0: can uh, I can be a solid holding mid for you for your uh, pro teams, um, but i I mean we've gotten so many different gifts over That's the true. years. It's gone up and down. Um, there's always a situation like this where the new season ticket holders are gonna get something more. Yeah. Or something different something shinier incentivize current yeah ones. that's that's how it goes that's the name of the game um i really think for us folks who have had season tickets for a, a longer time it's really about like when does my name pop up for that devotion scar or something yeah right oh <laughs> wow. yeah. yeah i like, gave up I on up? that i gave like, up my season tickets like three do? years <laughs> ago yeah
1: i i held season tickets for a few years and i was like man I'm not driving all the way out here to San Jose just to, you know. I can support my team from afar. I was spending a lot of money on gas, man.
0: Hey, man, was, I come from San Francisco every game. Yeah,
1: I know. And I know there are people who came from farther. <laughs> there was somebody, I don't know if he still does it, who was driving from Reno to go to the games. Like oh, wow. That's
0: insane. Yeah. So, so I was driving
1: from Pittsburgh to San Jose wow. every weekend. And finally, I was like, man. And it was, like, it was the worst. Because then after <laughs> they lost, like, which was almost every home game, then there's, like, that long drive home where you're just sitting there like,
0: uh, what i, I you, waste my no, Saturday like upset. upset, but the part the parking lot after a loss was always fun because mm, people yeah. were like a mix of like angry <laughs> but also optimistic. Time yeah, for another, so, drink. exactly. So we did have this some this good times, Don. <laughs> we did have some good times.
2: We got to bring those back. Too, that, that fan from Reno might actually have to do it again now because there's no team in Reno, so. The Reno right. That's so well, they got Sacramento so Republic. Crazy. Yeah, that's true. The Reno ownership gets coal. I mean,
0: <laughs> for me. Yeah. For now Dude, keeping they MMO totally players. screwed up. They screwed up, up shopping, a lot of to me, stuff. Honest with you.
2: Speaking yeah, it's, it's shocking. Stuff. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Imagine yeah. being a de- del development uh del de- 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 developmental side, excuse de- me, de- for an MLS qual MLS team, right? And you can't stay afloat. Then come on, man. You have to be able to stay afloat. I mean, even even if Oakland's coming in, right? You still want to compete with Oakland to be the de- developmental team for the Earthquakes, you do. or eventually which the think,
0: which I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's gonna pan out in the way that a lot of people think. I don't mm. think Oakland will be the developmental team for the Quakes. I think they'll do their own thing. To be honest with you, mm. that is a very that's a very um, ambitious ownership group. Yeah, and if anything, mm. they are probably trying to figure out how they can get their hands on some of that land over by the Coliseum so they can build their own stadium for yeah. their own potential bid, if that's going to be an option. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that group is is making some bigger moves down the line. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah
2: no, and that, so let's, let's go right into it. Dom, what's on your Christmas wish list? Then? Oh, man, my Christmas <laughs> oh, wish list. Man. Oh, my <laughs> goodness.
0: Um, let me start with some players that we – Okay. Let me start with a player that I think all of us know. Um, Mr. Fagundes. Oh yes. Oh Diego. I would yep. love to see Diego Low Pump look alike. To- <laughs> I always <laughs> thought that maybe so the Uruguayan
1: Low <laughs>
2: <little> Pump. <laughs>
0: they brothers. He is man. Oh <laughs> um, I would love for Diego Fagundes to come to the Quakes. Um, there's been a larger discussion about this too, as well on, on the subreddit, which I was really happy to see because it means that people are actually taking a look at the uh free agents available um you think jesse trying to make some realistic moves i I don't yeah i'm not um which reminds me i have to talk about getting amas back um yeah but freaking um i feel like i feel like he is a player that has played all over the front um of attack and also can slot into that cam position too as well um, and I've seen his link up play be really solid. I know there's some inconsistencies there, um, but that's kind of what you get with MLS quality talent. You know, there's yeah, dude. Some, when they
1: had really Jerry cool. Bangston and Siresen, mm-hmm. like he thrived with those those guys playing. Exactly. Exactly. When you got a guy like that. If if the Quake can bring in like a big striker, a hold mm-hmm. up striker, a number nine, natural number nine, mm-hmm. I think Diego would be great. And like you said, he could fill in on the on the flanks really on the well. Flanks too, as well. He's yeah.
0: he's still quick. Yeah. He's got good feet. But yeah, yeah he combines well. You yeah, know, he combines like we, well. We I mean, we've had some we've had success with, you know, players like Hikachu and I feel like he's he's mm. a much better player um filling those roles. And so, you know, that's somebody that I'm looking for the place to take a look at and say, "Okay, we should bring a guy like this in." Um because the experience within within the league is significant um on so many different levels. He's basically been through everything that you can as a as an MLS player. So, yeah. And he's and correct um, me he's, if I'm wrong,
1: he's he's fairly a resilient player, right? He's not as yeah, injury prone as maybe like Yannick giallo or or like you mentioned yep. Jamir Hika. Mm-hmm.
0: Has, yeah, and
2: um and he's been to the finals, the MLS Cup Finals yep. before, and they almost exactly. made a run this last year to the MLS Cup exactly. Finals. So exactly. So definitely a weathered MLS experience type of player that yep. is not that old, but he does he's more of like a Tommy Thompson-esque with a lot yep. of MLS experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How old is he, like 28? Right um there, let years. me check, but I, I think
0: he's in front think of me. around that range.
1: But he's yeah. not 30 yet. I know that for sure. No, he's definitely not 30 20. yet. Because when he started in the league, he was only like 16 years old. Like he was right. really young, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he's actually
2: 25. Um, there you go. 25.
1: So there you go. I remember he was like yeah. hella young. And it was a huge deal, right? Because I think in his second or third season, he was already making MLS All-Star team. He scored like 13 goals one season. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um he, definitely- he has
1: not, I don't think he's done as well under Bruce Arena. Um, maybe somebody like Matias Almeida. Cause my feeling is that Diego is the kind of person that needs like the structure yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. just maybe like a system, right? I think a system would be good for him. And the same way that a system is good for uh, our left winger, uh, Carlos Fierro. Or, so, yeah. So, mm-hmm. that so I is, think that might be necessary for somebody like Fagundes.
2: This is kind of a crazy stat. He's currently the youngest player in MLS history to score 50 goals. So, oh, definitely wow. a quality player that can mm-hmm. give you some goals. Um, record. He, Boom. I and, think
0: uh, in the,
1: in, in the, at, at worst, he's a depth option for the team that, that they'll need. At worst. I don't know that he's the creative midfielder that we need in, in the 10 position, but I think I he'd be great to have see on the roster. Him
0: as that. He's definitely not like a pure 10. I, no, he's, somebody he's not. He would be, he would be he's somebody fan. that would be really great the on the thing- play and going forward that I think would be solid for, for our type of
2: Stuff. The only but, thing I can see the Quakes saying or the Quakes FO saying is that we already have a player like this and that's Carlos Fierro. So sure. I they might, yeah. they might kind of not sign him and be like, Oh, mm-hmm. well, we already have Carlos Fierro. <laughs> really paying
0: him exactly.
1: It's also yeah. important to, to mention though, too, that like we have a tendency to kind of fall into this paradigm, right. Of like a four four two system, a four three three system. But like yeah. the TS a system isn't necessarily fall into that. Uh, paradigm like it's completely different because it's a marking system right mm-hmm. yeah so you could have other options for your attacking players it doesn't have to be a traditional formation that that's we keep true bringing up it's, it's just true. natural for us because being soccer fans for so long and watching yeah. the game that's kind of like what we're used to to seeing on teams yeah, yeah and I agree
2: and ima- imagine a midfield right with uh, Diego Fugundes Fierro and Espinoza. imagine that you know attacking three mm-hmm. that just mm-hmm. that seems like a whole bunch of creativity so long as Jutson's team. still on the team I could see it yeah
0: right we just need I mean yeah, yeah exactly options, a guy so like Jutson, Jutson and Jackson are going to be there but speaking of midfield too as well this is the midfield is where I think we need to if we're not going to spend a bunch of cash on a if we're not going to spend DP money on a 10 um I would say that we need to take a look at guys like Lee Nguyen to bring mm. into our midfield right no guys like
1: to... Lee when not lee win himself
0: <laughs> no offense
1: to win but he's, he's like he's on the the wrong side of 30 if you know what i mean or how he's, about
2: he's how about this time. guys a guy like bradley wright phillips that uh,
1: he, That's I one
0: think, of he those... again
1: a guy like bradley wright phillips <laughs> but not bradley he's, Wright
0: phillips he's getting to that point too as well exactly mm-hmm. um but i mean but but what, isn't like Ozzy Alonso still floating out there too as well? And, and he problems? is. So I, like, I just think Judson fills that role so well. Yeah. Is there a balance? space? It's, it's not so much of the role as much as it is the age. Yeah. Lee Wen would have been the there, perfect is there a, player. Is there, a, is there a if he wasn't where, yes, these players are old, but they fulfill enough of what you're missing to be somebody to, to bring in as a solid rotational player? I think we right. talked about Jovan Jones earlier, and that's he really
2: would have been he perfect. would have been fantastic because he yeah. could play in
1: the midfield mm-hmm. as well, and I yeah. think he slots in well at at a fullback position when you need somebody to fill in yeah for that position. But Jovan Jones would have been he, I mean, is he still available? Right? I, I believe so. I haven't seen anybody signing but his either. his value can't be like unreasonable. Like yeah. it, it's got to be somebody the Quakes have to consider bringing in. Phil, do you Especially have? Especially now that they lost Nick Lima? Like you yeah, just right. need more options at uh, the fullback just position. Be,
0: yeah, most definitely. And that's, and that's something we're gonna have to address again, even though yeah. I, I had finally hope that we would be done with this. Um, <laughs> but I, but my ultimate priority is, is definitely bringing in a DP ten. I yeah. would like to see us finally just please <laughs> have someone in that role. Cause I really would like to see what the quakes look like yeah. with that being fulfilled. Right. And then Phil, with who's the on team. your switch list.
1: Who's on my wish list?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I have a long list, and it wasn't okay. players. Again, <laughs> okay. I think I misread. The-
2: <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> number one, the uh, statue of Chris Wondolowski. Oh, okay. yeah. Post-haste. Cool, like yes. Yeah, okay? We don't bad. need to wait any longer. It Just do it. Yeah, okay? right? It can be like Thierry Henry, right? Thierry Henry went back to Arsenal after he played with the New York Red Bulls. His statue was already out front. He still scored that famous goal when he came back in the FA Cup or whatever. Like, just put the damn statue out in front of the Yeah. Team. It's been, it's been too long. Um, the next one I have on my list, a continued and full recovery for Benjamin Galindo, the assistant coach of the San Jose Earthquakes, who mm-hmm. was incapacitated uh, with a stroke. So that's next on my list. Um, I put, <laughs> this one's silly, uh, an e, uh, a new uh, Earthquakes anthem, all right? We had the E-41 yeah. uh, uh-huh. from back in the day, and then we had the uh, old firm casuals, Never Say Never Die, say die right? yeah. which is excellent. Um, and after watching the verses, I think we need the E42. Shot right, I forgot
0: about the E40 anthem oh or like Pilo, make one, E40, make that's one, so someone, true. right? Pilo,
1: yeah, Pilo is a Quakes fan. Like, they give, him, on, they
0: give him a jersey, I feel like, every season when they want to market stuff. So, maybe, he right, should yeah. do a collaboration. So, that's right?
1: that was next on my list. Let's get a new anthem. Um, Old Firm Casuals actually did a great job with theirs and it's catchy, but for some reason, like, it didn't catch on if that makes sense, like, mm. people like it they know it but it's not like an anthem necessarily yeah it's a
0: good game day song. that makes sense and that's, that's no
1: that's not a that's nothing bad towards lars and the guys who wrote that song it's like, and that's saturday's that's awesome heroes right no language, but it's an awesome song yeah um yeah so is that the name of the actual song yeah right? it's uh yeah. never say die They're oh be saturday's I, I think heroes, it's a, yeah. okay
0: here's 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 how i feel about that about that anthem it's a good game day anthem yes like, i like hearing it before kickoff it yeah. just it just tells me that the the match is about to start. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah I agree. It's like but the like it, Dynamo.
1: They they did they have the Pennywise song, right? They rip the Pennywise song. You know what's <laughs> what I'm talking about? Yeah. I've not I've heard the beginning of a Dynamo. Game. It's like whoa, <laughs> and it's, oh, instead wow. of like continuing the thing, it goes Let's go, Dynamo! Oh, like okay, got gotcha, you,
0: yeah. got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Well, so anyway, cool they this.
1: have that. They have the Pennywise one that they ripped. But when the a like...
2: fo when the Quakes yeah. fo. Ripped uh floor seeps the the beat by ASAP Ferg and put like with the introducing the quakes i was like wow this is insane oh yeah oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah i was like wow yeah. this is an insane like intro yeah. song i was like geez and then no it's, it's ASAP Ferg's song so they couldn't
0: use it but yeah, still, yeah, it, it was just like that. geez yeah. like yeah. they need
2: some hip-hop influence to get the younger type of fans that's younger I, crowd that's
0: it which sure. they've been doing which they've been doing at games with the videos games and stuff which yeah. has been really cool so this like, is um, why we need the new e42
1: short although maybe it should yeah. be pilo right because that's the next generation of hip-hop we're we're talking yeah yeah, I agree. Uh, time, to, yeah. time to maybe retire some of the older. There's stuff. very
0: few Bay Area artists that have, hey, in this generation been consistent, like Pilo or I am right. Sue. Like, there's a couple books that really just have the Bay Area. I would be even okay with so.
2: Kaylani and her. Like, those two are from Doing the Bay Area, too. The oh, that's quakes? right. That'd be so yeah,
0: Kaylani. That'd be absolutely <laughs> insane. <laughs> That'd be so <laughs> random. you would like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Girlfriend's like, why is this happening? Um, Which
1: oh. we call it? Uh, so I, I have more on my list. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Excuse me here. Uh, no, next one. Danielle Slayton needs to be brought on full time as yes. the uh, color commentary announcer. Yes.
0: 10, 10. Um,
1: She's on the nice list. Yes. Alongside our play-by-play uh, Passarelli. So let's get let's make that happen. Uh, okay. n- nothing bad against Dangerfield. It's been great for a number of years. But I think Danielle Slayton has proven that she mm-hmm. is one of the better in the league at that job. Yeah. Uh, color commentary. So, yeah. We might get uh, and, poached
2: though. Like and then Roz. I have, I have, yeah. I
1: hope. Not. Well, she's already working nationally too, right? Yeah. So like, she has other gigs. But to yeah. have her on more often on the Quakes broadcast on, uh, C S N B C or whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Bay Area Sportsnet. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they call it these days. How about some uh, more, um, So yeah, California, Comcast Sportsnet
2: Quakes coverage. Right, that should be on the waste list. Like, you know, yeah, more CSN's Quakes coverage, coverage would
1: be great. You can add that one on. There. I have I one more item don't on my care. list. Um, This is a big This is not going to happen But Mm -hmm. For the Quakes fans To make amends With Landon Donovan Is my last Mm. Make amends With Landon He did good things For this club When he was here Um, I'll leave it at that Because I know People don't want to hear it But that's on my list too
2: What if they built Like a Like a hall of legends And they had Wando's statue there How would you feel If they put Landon Right next to him No right (laughs) we're not there yet (laughs) no i think
1: i think we can have a bust we can have uh, a little plaque Mm. you know but i feel that i feel that way about every great player who's come through this team right Uh, dwayne de rosario or if you want to go back further some of the guys who played for the nasl quakes right i think there's only one statue that needs to be built and it's for chris Wondolowski. i don't think we need any other
0: statues right now my my whole thing about making amends with landon donovan is how much did he want the move Mm. is really what it comes down to I, right. think, I think if more people had the knowledge of if he wanted to move or not that more heat would be on Alexi than it would be Landon. if we're yeah. comparing mm-hmm. two villains of the club right
1: <laughs> I mean he wanted, to play for, he wanted to play for his home club man, he wanted to play for his home yeah. club he so, did his time with the Quakes, he went to Leverkusen he played in Germany and then yeah. he wanted to play for his own club just yep. like Chris Wondolowski just like Nick Lima did for a number of years. Just like, uh, like Tommy Lima. Thompson, who just re-signed does uh, Landon Donovan. It's the same thing. Yeah. You know? And and it's easy for me to say because I'm a big U.S. men's national team yeah. fan. Most definitely. And he provided like one of the greatest moments that I've ever seen in soccer. You know, as yeah. a U.S. MNT fan. Mm-hmm.
2: And I so would say that, not
1: every not every Quakes fan is a U.S. fan,
2: so I guess right, very true. different. And then um, for my wish list, I would. Uh, Let's get a second entrance to the stadium so that we can sell more seats
0: to the bar. You know, I don't know who I need to talk to about that. But the first season when I could park in the old VIP lot, I Mm -hmm. paid the money to park there and then enter on the back entrances, either via where the ultras were allowed to, to enter or just the main back entrance, everything was perfectly fine. Now you have to walk all the way to the front, (laughs) which doesn't make sense. And like I know I know people pay good money to be in the 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 sky lounge Mm -hmm. area that they stole from us, basically. They stole from
1: us.
2: Yeah.
0: They stole that from us. I feel um, like I need royalties. That was our it was was
2: our spot. (laughs) You knew you knew that was like
0: that was like that was like everybody who was like a sting fan. And just wanted to be up in the Raptors. Just like, you know, silent oh. brooding as we just like. I lost. didn't get
1: that at first. So I was like, Steve? Oh, that's Steve. I was like.
0: No, not, not Steve I, the man. Stand, not Steve the artist. No, no, no.
2: Don't stand. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah,
0: uh, Steve the wrestler. Everybody, everybody was like a fan of him. We were just up there chilling. And then they were just like, we can make money off of this. Yeah, right. And then they took the entrances away with it. Why would you <laughs> take the entrances away? Yeah. If the elevator isn't even right there, the elevator is on the far end. Do you know how dumb that is? Oh man. So dumb. If well, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a special yeah. entrance for the sky lounge, VIPs and all their money, just do it at the entrance where the elevator actually is at, not mm. the one where you still got to walk through the crowd of us poor plebs basically <laughs> to get there. I thought
1: there okay. was one. There's not one there. No, there's no elevator there? on that side. You gotta walk all
0: the way down to the other side, and there's the one elevator there. Oh, you, no way. If you wanna get I up know, closer to the I press box, That's you gotta this. walk up the stand. I thought I had taken the elevator on that side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh totally shoot. Outside, I would right. walk up there anyway, but still. That's why right. it doesn't make sense right. why that entrance is closed off to anybody who doesn't have yeah. access there. I'm just like, you guys are ridiculous. It's stupid. My whole ordeal with this was. When you were making this stadium,
2: you didn't think that people would hang out by the bar. So now the stadium looks empty because there's always people just hanging out at the bar. If yeah. you make a new entrance, then the maybe the capacity will will be higher, the and then you could and then you can sell yeah. general admission bar tickets. And then yeah, yeah that's what I was, that's the easy solution, right? Yeah, that's general the makes admission sense. bar tickets,
0: or you know, just use the entrances that you built, like entrances, right? Mm-hmm. How hard is that? Like, it's not, No, yeah, it's not. It's like, an easy fit. Here's the concept we built openings here to let people in and out of the stadium. Well, my um, whole thing you? is like, man, like, like,
2: how did you not, when, when, and yeah, we're in this Bay Area, right? How did the engineers not
0: think of the people who are going to be by the bar to, for the whole game? I mean, I don't, like, I don't have a, I don't have an issue with how many people hang out at Lobina. I yeah. think it is a, I think it's one of those signature things about coming to the yes, state. I, I completely agree like with when that. I When I bring friends, everybody, as soon as That's they walk true. in, they're yeah. just like, is that a bar? <laughs> and I'm like, it's a bar. And they're yeah. like, the whole thing? I'm like, the whole thing. And everybody wants to go there because you can get a drink, turn around, and, and the hotel's yeah. out there. That's dope. But for those of us who go every single game,
2: because we're right.
0: season ticket holders, I'm an investor. Let me hop on through the back, pop in and get my beer from beer of the world yeah. and walk over to my seat without having to go through all that mess. Like yeah. that's insane to me that I have to do that every single game. I don't know. I haven't complained about it enough. Maybe I'll do it this season. We'll <laughs> there you go. But well, my that's whole just- thing is if you get more, if you sell more seats, I was talking about this on an earlier
2: podcast, you sell more general admission seats, people yeah. could pre-game at the game and then take a free bus down to downtown SJ and Mm -hmm. still party down there for the rest of the night. So in my opinion, we don't have money because I mean, eventually when COVID's over, right, this is COVID's over, we could sell more general admission tickets and that would bring in more revenue for this club. If we find another entrance to Mm -hmm. this stadium Mm -hmm. to build the capacity or to make the capacity go higher. Mm-hmm. why not mm-hmm. that's my whole thing they'll yeah. make the money back on the the price that they sell the drinks for anyway right, right? exactly Sell or sell like a 15 uh bar ticket you know mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. 20 bucks if you want I there think- are a number of things they can do that are better than the current status but yeah, yeah. hopefully we that can talk about mentioned. it all day but that was just my one thing no, on my christmas right. wish list yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. no that's a
1: good that's a good one it was yeah i want my it. entrance back too
2: <laughs> All right. and our last thing here we um have you are you guys familiar with the Christmas uh Christmas Carol with Charles Dickens and and all of that? It was screwed. Yeah, it's, yeah, been, yeah. An,
1: it's been a number of years, Favi, but okay. I yes, it yes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so I'm gonna start with Phil on this. Phil, who oh, is boy. your Quake's ghost <laughs> from the past? <laughs> That's what you get for that you're the ghost of with. Christmas past for the Quakes? <laughs> yeah. Man, gonna I'm gonna show oh, you the glory time or the glory days in, in the past. Who's, who's your Croix ghost of the past?
1: I got mine. I, I think I'm going to say John Doyle because like what, after what, what? happened what with-
0: wrong with you?
1: The ghost of Christmas past, the one that haunts, I
0: mean- <laughs> You want John Doyle to pop up next to your bedside and be like- <laughs> Hell no, that's why he's, he's
1: a ghost. He's scary, man. <laughs> I'm just saying like, look at what happened. It's like haunting. Now, I might be misinterpreting this, right? Because the ghost of Christmas past might be showing you a better past. Yeah. But I just imagine like, the the haunting quality that is John Doyle totally screwing up what happened in the present and the future.
0: <laughs> is he just gonna show you the 2012 season like in like replay like the whole season? No. I think that's <laughs> what he I would do. Hey, look at this, kid. Go. Look at this. Look at what we did.
1: We won the supporter show in 2012. In that's destroyed. true. Yeah, that's that's. But a good then one. we also lost Stephen or Justin Moore, I got Michael, rid of them our, all. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> And they that's could just, have been was, the first You And it's it was clear All the time. from Stephen Bedasher and Justin Morrow that John Doyle was a big part of that. Mm. Almost for told. them wanting to for Justin Morrow, definitely. I don't know if you guys remember when Toronto FC came to play and Justin, and this is I think the game where Simon Dawkins scored. And mm-hmm. like against nine the, men or with yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was nine nine v eleven, and we're gonna have Justin on, Morrow so. scored, and then like <laughs> did his little oh, nice. thing towards the uh the owners box or whatever you call it, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. or at least what he thought it was, the general manager's box. Yeah, mm-hmm. jokes
0: on him. Doesn't sit in the box.
1: Says- he doesn't. That's what I was thinking afterwards because I remember <laughs> thinking that I was like, yeah, jokes on you. It Nobody's up there but the press. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the press. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I would say John
0: Doyle. Mm. That's a so- different take.
2: All right, and then Dom, who's your Quakes past or your Quakes ghost of the past?
0: Yeah, mine is uh, mine would be Corrales. Okay, yeah, for sure. It's just I, if I want anybody to show me anything Quakes related that has to deal with the past, I gotta, I gotta have the guy. Yeah, show me all that I've been missing. Yeah, as things have gone up and down over the years the good mm. times the uh, see the you have stadiums. such a great view of this dom what, <laughs> I <got it>. what <laughs> a
1: nice fuzzy way to i mean i totally agree with you i was a kid i just when had I, a, when a i terrible... started going
0: to games i don't know Ew. what to what to like to tell you like all my all my memories of going of when i first started going to quays games i was broke as hell college student mm. yeah and i had some connections in the mls uh, brandon mcdonald shout out to the homie b mac oh, yeah. um and man was just like trying to come watch me play the game to to me and my buddies um his yeah. his roommate was uh my best friend's older brother um in college they played at usf together and so mm. we had all hung out you know whatever team he was on when he was with the quakes when he was with the galaxy he was like come hang out with me no L.A. and That's stuff cool, like that man. so the he, he have the tickets to come to games and so i started coming to games i had some fraternity brothers who were ultras and so it was perfect so i was just chilling in the ultra stands going crazy at games yeah just loving life so if i want to if i'm gonna if i'm gonna be taking down a trip down memory lane I'm gonna be drunk, it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> I was like Corral is there to be like, yo, this is what it's about. So, so, so
2: no love for Richter, our old mascot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, my my favorite, if if out of all mascot memories, it's definitely the, um, it's definitely Q and, uh, David and David Beckham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah. one. It's always Q and David Beckham. And uh, also mention Q
1: versus uh, Club America fan
0: as well. There's <laughs> <laughs> been so many Q versus fan versus player uh, issues. It's I w- so you hilarious. know, what's the craziest thing
2: is? I want to know who Q is. Like, what? Who is it underneath uh, no Q? Clue. Right? If it's the no same idea. guy, if it's the same guy that was went up to Beckham, it was like, like he
0: has like all these like crazy stories. of him yeah, getting right? Into all this mess with that'd clubs. be a crazy
2: yeah, interview. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. just brings up actually um it, but really quickly my quakes of or my ghost of the quakes pass would be uh okay. george best kind of put okay. us on the map um for mm-hmm. the nsl mm-hmm. nasl days and really i mean brought a lot of eyes to soccer in the united states yeah. when he came that'd from. be a
0: party yeah that'd be a hell of a fucking party <laughs>
2: yeah, right
0: Dude, sorry excuse my language <laughs>
2: that
1: <would be> <laughs> see i wasn't the only one
0: and <laughs> <laughs> finally slipped out trying to be so i good. know mine was um, incidental but uh yeah you would would you make it back with your liver intact <laughs> yeah right, right. <laughs> I, I wasn't old enough you know i'm still i, I wasn't even born yeah. yet so I mean, yeah right <laughs>
2: this that is what it can be right? life this yeah. is what the quakes party afterlife could be right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah i gotta um i gotta make a quick revision i know this isn't fair okay just revision. a quick revision i okay because i'm realizing now and i know we discussed this already okay. the ghost of the christmas future is the one who foretells the bad things that are going to happen right
2: right yes. so maybe yep. the
1: nostalgia is the ghost of the christmas past so i'm going to quickly yeah. revise mine and i'm just going to grab the first thing that came to mind Stephen linhart was my
2: okay
0: first. okay Got yeah.
1: yeah and i don't think i need enough. to elaborate because i don't want to take up any more time i already gave my
0: answer <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: but we'll go right back to you phil with uh the the ghost of quake's present present so, yep who's showing a present Mine is a slash
1: uh, because we have two different eras meeting in the present. And I think Chris mm-hmm. Wondolowski and Cade Cowell are going to be my, uh, my dual ghost of Christmas present. Okay. Cause you have somebody who is one of the best players in league history in terms of goals scored and the product that he's, uh, you know, brought on the field, mm-hmm. <clears throat> how he's produced is probably a better way to say it. Um, and then you have Cade Cowell who is currently at that junction Right, perhaps he mm-hmm. could be the future. But if we're not going to do positive toward the future, if we're looking at <laughs> the Ghost of Christmas Future as the negative things that can have what could happen, then it's definitely not Cade Cal. So yeah. I'm going to have uh, Wondolowski slash Cal, and that junction is going to be my Ghost of Christmas Present. Okay. okay,
0: all right. And then Dom, what do you have? Um, Action Jackson. It's gotta okay, be, it's, it's got to be him for me. Yeah, like That's I just feel like he's just going to tell me everything like straight. Like this mm. is what it is. This is. This is This is what you are. What you think it is, is exactly what it is. I don't have any time for BS. I don't have any, any, uh, anything to sell you on right now and get you all hyped up. I feel like he's the type of guy who's just going to let me know how it is. And I'm I'm okay with that.
2: So, um, I haven't had you on since the last time we talked
0: but mm-hmm. they use that on comcat sports net right yeah. so
2: do they listen to quakes after 90 no
0: they, uh, you know you know what? They, they have to because there's only two places that you would get that three places you would get that from yep. the podcast and or discussions about the podcast on mm-hmm. twitter and reddit so it's very it's very possible i don't i don't i don't i don't think that uh it just randomly came to somebody, right? I don't know. It's kind of slanted. It doesn't quite rhyme. It's kind of slanted, it. so it's not
2: natural. It sounds <laughs> yeah. nice when you say it. So is Com- Comcast sportsness on the naughty list for not giving you credit, or what? <laughs>
0: you know, I don't. I don't need the credit. I would just like y'all to fix your relationship with the Quake, so it's easier for me to watch right. stuff. Yeah. Like, come on, yeah. man. Um,
2: but my Quakes, uh, Ghost of the Present, is gonna be actually. Uh, Matias Almeida, I think okay. he he represents the club in this moment um, more than anybody. We have our twelve, like like Phil said, we have our twelve days of Almeida rumors, right? You know, on the first yeah, day yeah. of Christmas, Club America came to me. A <laughs> <laughs>
0: billion dollars? Yeah. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Answer is no. Yeah, but uh,
2: yeah. So that's gonna be my quakes of the or quakes ghosts of the present. Now let's move on to the future. If things okay. go haywire from here, who is your Quake's ghost of the future? We'll start with Dom.
0: Oh man, if things go crazy. It's probably for me. It's gonna be Cade. Because mm. if things go haywire from here, if things, if things, if things don't turn around here, Jackson's getting sold. Hmm everybody else who's like a middling like player like they're just gonna fizzle out to other mls teams yeah and Cade is gonna bounce early mm. to go play in like europe or something and he's gonna be the one that's gonna be like this is it man this <laughs> 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 like, shit is bad i got out of town quick yeah like i had to go right um yeah that's that's my answer that's definitely gonna be my
2: answer okay and now phil
1: uh <laughs> man dom has such good answers i like the way you interpreted it man i'm so simple um, i gotta go with i i gotta stick to my my simple way of, of viewing this and it would be if things don't change um maybe not necessarily the, the ghost itself to show us but the ghost uh of what's going to happen would be the ownership group It has mm, to be mm, mm, mm. what, I mean, if, if we're thinking about what Scrooge sees, if things don't change with his behavior, that makes sense to me.
2: Yeah. If the exactly.
1: ownership group doesn't change their behavior, that is going to be mm-hmm. the future, uh, the, mm. the ugly future that we are mm. going to have. Yeah. If mm. that makes sense.
2: Mm.
1: Right. Uh, things need to change. So either uh, Lou Wolf, I, I know he's a, he cares about the team but he's not showing it in a way that is affecting the performance and getting trophies and those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, so the, the, you know, if those guys don't, um, either change things or sell the team, then they are the ghosts of the Christmas future. There you
0: go.
2: Could you ever see, this is kind of like an offbeat question, but could you ever see this ownership group folding and losing this MLS club, or is it too big to fail?
0: I think they would lose this club via intervention by the league if they mm. were to lose it. That's the the way the structure set would, up. Yeah. the other owners could to, vote
1: out yeah. them out of the ownership yeah. group.
0: Yeah, and it would That's have it. to be it would have to be a situation similar to what's happening in the RSL, NLB. Right? Oh. where well, RSL is a little extreme. Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like what's happening with RSL? <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> What a fall um, from grace! My for that goodness team. gracious! Yeah, um, it's more so, um, it's more so what's happening in the MLB with the Oakland A's. Yeah, um, I know. Oh yeah, I know folks who who are crossing over and listening to this are going to say, "Here, but like, here goes Dom on the Oakland A's again." Um, <laughs> oh, there's Dom on the Oakland A's again. <laughs> I exist to defile your cheap. Oh, Just what I wanted um, for Christmas. No. It's uh, the the. The facts are that the Oakland A's have not spent enough money putting it back into the team. Mm. They've taken the revenue from being in a major league baseball team and having the success they have, and they have not put it back into the team. And like there are rules built within the structure of how the league works that, um, that pretty much put it into the ownership's, um, Hands of making sure that that happens um yeah. and i feel like with the quakes if they continue to fall behind more so than what they are now um it's gonna be one of those, it's gonna be a situation where the where the league as a whole the soccer don is gonna have to make a decision on what mm. they want to go ahead and do because yeah. I, I just can't new york doesn't have a stadium yet yeah that's true but they have enough money where it doesn't matter. Yeah. There has to right. be right? Like like yeah. they will invest And in what if 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 they can't get a stadium, they will put money into whatever they need to to keep that, to keep the to keep themselves in the good gracious of the league. Yeah. Right?
1: They have an academy. They, they have, have big names, they've had exactly. big names come yeah. through.
0: Exactly. Like they'll do what they need to do, right? On the flip side. Quakes do not have we don't even have an academy yet, right? We have yeah. a stadium, we don't have an academy yet. So there's so so the expectations are different. But if 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 I feel like if if really the MLS doesn't see ownership continue to invest in the way that other clubs are, yeah, and this team just ends up bottom of the barrel, like another us usa basically yeah it's gonna be a problem oh right do i think yeah. do i think that we're close to us usa levels yet no. no no yeah no not at all but the bar continues to get raised every single season well we're, we're so, trying to keep
1: the bar lowered right like that's yeah the
0: problem that's the problem but there,
1: right? are other, there are other teams like that we've seen this too there there have been no repercussions but see unlike some of the other teams that do this like the new england revolution for example um the quakes don't have that amount of power that i think those owners have who've been mm. a part of the league right because the Crabs like, Crabble Crabble, 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 like been, yeah. a, been a part of this league since like 93 yeah. when there were like whispers of the league happening right and there's also
0: yeah. there's also the argument that you can make that the crabs have made moves to try and at least secure a stadium right like, like let's be real they already own the stadium that they currently play in so it's really not as if they don't have a home right and they've been trying to build a soccer specific one but they've been trying to do so without having to spend too much of their own money and or have just had trouble problems securing the land needed in the region yeah. to do so uh, yeah. so it's you know what i mean it's it's yeah. it's complicated when you take a look at the politics with the mls but yeah. if the rest of the league continues to go forward in other ways and and this club decides we don't want to do that Somebody's gonna go ahead and and step in, but I think we're asking this question in in five years. Yeah, right. And that would be a better and and you'll and then you will we'll have a better gauge of, of well, yeah. That'll be
1: that'll be the ten year mark for the stadium, right? Exactly. Right. Since the last big move, exactly. I, it's just insane to me that it's been that long, and and we're not seeing enough um, measures taken to improve the Academy system to make bigger signings, to do all the things that we've kind of talked about so far to be like a big club in a big, uh, market, Market. which is what's necessary Mm -hmm. for this team. Yeah. So yeah, that is, that is incredibly frustrating. And I think you're right, Dom, five years is going to be a good measurement. That's going to be the, you know, where we're going to be able to see our litmus test Mm -hmm. for this ownership group. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know what, it's, I think things haven't gotten much better since Cavill left, to be honest with you guys. I think, Mm. Uh, for as much as fans want to give him uh, heat for whatever reason, like he came into the club. He did his job. He did, he his, did job, his job. And he's doing like the a's. same thing with the A's. And you're right about right. the A's in terms of ownership. But like what Cavill has done as the president of that organization, mm-hmm. again, but what is the ownership doing? They're, they're like yeah. getting scraps, right for, right, for these from these really talented people who are yep. scrapping together. Yeah. Like, nothing to make something. And I don't think that's good enough. And it's not going to be good enough in the league, considering mm-hmm. how other teams are performing and what they're doing. I mean, even, yeah. like, Columbus, who at one point was, like, the Quakes, right. almost lost their team. Yeah, They are now building a new stadium. Right. They just won MLS yeah. Cup. They have incredibly talented players. They have a guy like Zalaraian. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And they've got, you know, they've got Darlington, Dagby, Jossie guys up. Yeah. fans love it's like that's like, what the quakes could be doing right like, now like
0: and let's and let's also talk a big picture here right i'm sorry i don't mean to go on a tangent here but no, let's you're talk good. a big picture here yeah. the, <laughs> that's what we do that's yeah hey, you, want, is, you want you the quakes after 90s guys yeah. on your show <laughs> <great>. I, like <laughs> I like it i'm, I'm just a this fan is, right here. I'm just this is <laughs> the this is the major league of soccer in the united states of america right. and mm-hmm. this this league was put together to continue to continue further the development of mm-hmm. united states men's national team players yeah. That is its purpose to provide an, an an atmosphere for players to get better to compete on the world stage. Yeah. And if you are not can if you are not making that happen by providing the league, providing these players within your region with the opportunity to go ahead and invest in their abilities to become better players then ultimately what are you going to – what are you in the league for? Right. If we're going to – if we're going to continuously see talent picked from our region, from other clubs, through all the loopholes that they find that they figure out how to go do so because we don't have our stuff together, what's the point of you being in this league? Because you're not furthering mm. the development of yeah. the men's national team. Wow. Club. That's actually a great point. I'm just saying. We How, how many other clubs have come to – our territory and cherry pick players to put into their homegrown um their homegrown development program yeah and then those players come out for that team for that club they go to school or they get signed on early they play for that club or they get sold off and they could have been right and they could have been here with the quakes doing that whole process yeah like
2: yeah. The most ironic thing about this is Adidas had that commercial out with those kids playing in the quakes unis. Right. Yeah. I so, saw that. So yeah. it's like, what? like yeah. if we, if we yeah. don't even have academies, why are they doing that? You know? Yeah. 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 That was some yeah. good there's, press um, for us. I mean, at
0: least there's a, there's a really one of the, one of the kids from the Academy a couple of years ago documented a day in their life. Of yeah. I saw that. Being right on the, the train for around. like a really long yeah. time. Going coming from like Salinas, basically. Yeah. And for me, it's like, if you're not going to invest in that talent, if you're just going to keep having these partnerships with, you know, developmental um, clubs for, for the youth basically, and then cherry pick the best prospects from that, for those, from those smaller traveling clubs Mm -hmm. around the Bay area and not do the work yourself. That's not a recipe for success. No, it's not.
1: Remember what Dave Cavill said when he was president of the club, Dom and, and Favi Mm -hmm. He said, he said, the earthquakes are the club of the Bay Area, like Mm -hmm. for Bay Area fans, not just San Jose.
0: Yeah,
1: right. And so the Academy needs to encompass those areas, but they also need to be like, proprietary, right? Mm -hmm. Not just having relationships with other organizations. Yep. And, you know, you got to give credit where it's due, you know, Mustang Complex and Danville and the mm-hmm. Diablo mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. Concord and mm-hmm. uh, what's the one down in, uh, you know, south of San Jose, De Anza, you know, yeah, De Anza, that, those are great organizations and they can still have a relationship there, but there needs to be a Quakes Academy yeah. um, complex right. in the yeah. East Bay and Walnut Creek, right? There needs to be one in the North Bay and Petaluma, yeah. put one in San Francisco. Why right. is this
0: not happening? Somewhere yeah. where players can go. And and there, the and there and are a really ton of kids who play and soccer. To the and then yeah.
1: Dom, we would have gotten Lyndon Gooch on the earthquakes. Yeah. Right. We would have gotten Sebastian Leggett. Yeah. That and, and we could have held on to uh, other players who mm-hmm. perhaps could have developed right here in the Bay area because that's, I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what the Quakes say that they want the team to be a team of the Bay Area, not just San Jose. Then right. prove yeah. it. Put that money there. Yeah. Where put your money where your mouth is.
0: And that's and that's ultimately why I ha- why I get into it with people on this topic because yeah. I feel like people are really short-sighted when they talk about the decisions that this club makes and then want to go ahead and claim that we spend enough to be competitive in this league when in reality if you take a look at the bigger picture we're one of the main clubs that are teetering that line of no longer being beneficial for this league yeah in terms of what you actually bring to the table like you can bring in revenue that's cool Mm -hmm. what else are you doing because any club inside this league is going to bring in revenue right you just need to exist and people are going to want to watch professional grade competition like that's just for your area yeah away fans are gonna come into town people from other states who live in the area are gonna want to go see their team and ultimately that's gonna bring in revenue right Right. um and so you have to do better you have to you have to you have to raise the bar for yourself and say okay we need to aim this high right and you got it and you got to hit it you got to go for it you know because sure. if if not, then we're just gonna continue to waver in so many ways. I don't mean to be negative in that sense, but <laughs> that's just that's just the re that's just the reality of yeah. it, right? Um and the thing for me, really the thing for me that kills me too as well is uh when it comes to like the academy situation, mm. um it's more it's it's the academy and it's also the training the lack of training complexes
2: Mm. yeah they were supposed to make them they were supposed to make them yeah
0: it's it's the it's the lack of having like a home base yeah i'm saying yeah like i can i can i can um i can bring my friends to a game who are fans of the of the sport in general Mm -hmm. and i can say that's where the front office is this is where our stadium is oh
2: yeah yeah
0: when i start when i start pointing out where our where our practice fields are yeah and i say this is it that's a joke and yeah they're just like where's the facilities at where,
2: yeah, right. where the there are no facilities
0: <laughs> it's like no that little facilities. tiny little area there's a
1: little the gym gym in the back yeah. of the front office right exactly
0: yeah. where that like, where the grass is and everything there's like a little gym right there that's the part that i find absolutely insane even yeah. the raiders had a facility in alameda mm-hmm. right you know what i'm saying like a full-on facility yeah, when yeah, they they were out here you know what i mean and, and so when I, so when I look at the quakes and I see a lack of facilities and I have friends who have applied to be freaking um, to work with the team as, you know, nutritionists or physical therapists, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm taking a look at the offers they're getting to go work with them and they're laughing as they walk out. And then I see Jackson Ewell and, Wondolowski and jt posting that they're at a training facility in walnut creek that's when i started asking questions of how much does ownership actually care about this club because those are all things that should be happening in-house these are all resources that you should be paying competitive dollars for in this area to make sure that these guys are also taken care of yeah like it's not just a matter of we traded Nick Lima for 500 gam and we're going to go spend it to buy down this contract or do this or do that. Mm. Or we're 18th out of 22 and spending and there's clubs below us who don't spend as much. And we still made the playoffs. It's much more than that. Right. And that's, and that's, and that's, and that's, and that's the thing that I need people to understand. It's cutting corners too much. Yeah. All across the board, not only with the roster, but with the cast that supports the roster too, as well. Yeah, yeah. and that goes down from the academy to the lack of facilities to nutritionists to physical therapy. Everything, it mm. all of it matters. All of it counts. You know what I'm saying? So, those are things that I hope people start to pay attention to more. Yeah, these are the things that I'm looking at in this off season, and I'm saying to myself. If I really want to have a realistic view of what this team is going to be the following this upcoming season, yeah, how much of this is going to change? Yeah, and if and, and I know not all this is going to change overnight, but when are we going to start laying the foundational bricks for that to happen? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because because it, it, even if that happens as a season ticket holder, if you just start laying those bricks, I'm cool. I'm yeah. there to build with you. Yeah, you can keep taking. My cash for my two seats in my section and we'll keep laying the bricks with you yeah and when we finally get that when we get those facilities at training academy or we start paying guys more to take care of our players throughout the mm-hmm. season i mean tommy thompson said it himself that they didn't have a nutritional plan until this year like that's insane to yeah that, that like, is, that's crazy <laughs> like yeah like those are the things that i want to see you know what i mean so yeah that's where i'm at yeah.
2: Well, on, on that on that somber note, uh my uh Mike Quake's ghost of the future is going to be uh Tommy Thompson when he's 35. <laughs> just get it and the Quake's Twitter yeah. just reposting that we resigned Tommy Thompson the first homegrown mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. just ringing that same bell for the next 10 years. Yeah. man. Uh, yeah. While while Tommy Thompson's speaking Italian because now we have an Italian coach. But now you have an Italian coach. <laughs> yeah.
0: The duolingo so many languages. And yeah. Like, here we go. My but goodness. No, gracious. yeah. The,
2: I mean, this is supposed to be a little uplifting, but since we're Quakes fans, we're used to a you know, little somber Christmas, but it definitely um it's nice it's, to it's a at lot. least
0: Yeah. It's a it's a lot. I, yeah. I I agree. It's but but you know but you know what? what I always keep in mind is, is if I wouldn't feel this way if I didn't care. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't keep supporting this club if these things didn't matter to me. Yeah. So I don't, I don't say these things to be negative. I say these things to be real mm-hmm. so that people understand that when we have these conversations about the state of the club and what we want to see happen, understand the full breadth of things. Right. Yeah and understand where where you come into play too as well Mm -hmm. a lot of fans feel like they don't have a voice Mm. you have a voice
2: yeah it's
0: it's it's one your own voice in the way that you that you decide to project that out but the other thing is your pockets too right yeah (laughs) because like let's be real like how we spend influences things right yeah so so you know it's 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 one of those things where i'm just like okay it's a new season so right. let's start from fresh we we've got a lot of things that we can go ahead and build on that i'm really excited for and i'm going to be watching what jesse and matias do going forward but i and, man, and i don't it's got funny hope, like man. i i was just
1: thinking every year yeah. every year during the off season i'm like man it's gonna be a great season. It's gonna be, or <laughs> right, it's gonna be better than it was last year. Right. Maybe some moves are gonna be made that'll change my mind. But right There's now, I don't feel that way at all. Many
0: open DP slots, not to do something with, and not one single rumor. That's that's the worst part about it. But we're go- we're gonna Let's see. get there. Let's see who we're we sign. Get there. Let's we see know. who we sign in January. We'll get there. January Gen- right. January window may not see summer window is see the a big one. Right.
1: That's yeah, the craziest thing, though. I, I mean, that. we know that.
2: We don't have at a right back at the
1: end of the, the, end of the, the European seasons.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you gotta you gotta see. So so in in January window, th- this is the these are the players who aren't cutting it out for their current club and right. So they need to change the scenery, right? Mm. So, or we got
1: MX players, maybe like there so, there,
0: so there. So there. So there are talent. opportunities. Yeah. There are opportunities there to go ahead and grab somebody. I would love to see a move like Sporting Kansas City just did by grabbing their french midfielder i would love to see us do something like that in the january window i
1: don't know man we
0: get, so it's that warmer season hesitant I about french midfielders we tried up. that one we didn't <laughs> on you did, you did, we didn't build we didn't build properly because <laughs> we um, all know that france is the best i forgot to say one thing sport, on my
2: christmas so. wish list that, oh yeah 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 uh real quickly um uh, a, a person that knows the man marking system and that oh. has played right back before and can mm-hmm. play some you know central midfield depth and played for the earthquakes before. Our a friend of the podcast, Kevin Partida, like he's without a club. Yeah. Oh yeah, he could, that's he right. Come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait no, no, didn't I thought he got signed by uh Minnesota? They released him? They released him. So, they released him. So, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So someone that knows the man marking system played it all year could be a quick band-aid fix, right? At least for some, a
0: great value, not even, not even a band-aid fix. It'd just be a great value for a rotational player. Right. Like those are are the types of moves that we need to do. We have to, we have to get out of this mindset that every player that we sign is going to be, is going to be a starter. Right. right? It's okay to sign good depth. Yeah. like Job good great, great clubs have good yeah. depth, exactly, right? <laughs> start, so.
1: start banging the drum, man. I want to see yeah. Joe on the team. So Let's get both him it. and Partida. Let's go. Yeah, right. We
2: lost Luis Felipe, Felipe, so I mean there is a midfield spot to be gained. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
0: There you um, go. Um, Very but true.
2: Yeah, I mean that. I guess that wraps it up for us. Uh, thanks, guys. If, um, do you have any last things to say, Dom, Phil?
0: um man i just wanted to say thank you again for uh for having us on yeah pleasure. Pod, for one yeah. and uh congrats to you and your move man i hope everything's going, going oh i appreciate for you. it oh yeah yeah yeah.
2: <laughs> we're happy to be out here in japan <laughs>
1: uh, just be safe you guys oh and thank you those yeah. who are listening as well be safe uh make wise choices uh, yeah protect those around you and 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 that 's the way you can show that you love them and cherish them this definitely
2: make smart choices yeah. and it 's okay to see your family on zoom i mean we
0: hundred yeah. we, yeah. we
2: can you know banter all day on zoom mm-hmm.
0: you yeah. guys can mm-hmm. show
2: your love on zoom that 's definitely it 's not it 's okay exactly. to do Why not? Why yeah.
0: not no one 's going to get you any different for for skipping the holidays this year yeah, yeah. that 's just the reality that's the other but thing it 's different for everybody. Um, and then and more importantly, too, as well, just like do what you need to do to maintain your mental health. It's it's yeah. okay to ask for help. So.
2: All right. Well, thanks for the Christmas episode, guys. Uh, Sweet, man. ho, 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 ho. We're going to don't spend your $600 all in one place. We're oh.
0: going to have gifts under the tree. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> going to happen. Um, yeah. can I give my
2: 600 to the quake? So they buy someone, you know, I'm oh. <laughs> down. I'll yeah. pull it out for that. Right. Here yeah. you go. All right, well, that's it for us, guys, and go Quakes, go Quakes.